Hello listeners, welcome to Game Week 11 episode of the FPL Life of Deadline. I am great, and uh, Sam is here with me. Sam. Hello listeners, um, good to be here once again. Um, thanks for having me, great. Yeah, yeah, it may be to spice things up, like, um, but we brought someone here, and though it's something we've done a couple of times in the past, but... Yeah, hopefully we can get some insights from another manager. So I'm sure that Osam is being spoiled with him because so <laughs> we, get, we got them. Someone, someone joined us today. He's known as well. I knew him as Mosty from the FPL leagues and groups. Well, I think. Yeah, welcome Mosty or Mustafa. Welcome. Yeah, good day everyone. Nice to be on the show. Yeah, nice to have you. Nice to have you. Yeah, we'll would, would, would talk to we'll talk to him over the course of the show. But first, let's talk about game ten. Sammy, how did game ten go for you? Um, it was it was a pretty pretty um, like say less than average or just around the average game week. Um, I had the red arrow, so it wasn't really good. Um, second red arrow in the row. Uh, still around the 1.3, 1.4 million mark though. So yeah, that was anyway. Yeah, mostly. How was game week ten for you? Um, ah, game week ten was how would I call it a little bit disappointing because I made I made two transfers and I lost 11 points. Trying the upside, the upside game. Yeah, the way you play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. So, but, but yeah, yeah, like, what's your rank around now? Um, no, you know, it's so yeah, boo. I have this 40k. Okay. Okay. 40, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, still early, still early, but at least you are doing better than me. Yeah, I had a small green. I don't know how that happened. Just one, this is five points. Yeah, Sun scored for me and the can't VR council is good. Rashford scored for me and VR council is good. I don't even know to like I don't know. But boys, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, game ten is behind us. I'm planning them. I don't know what they call Raymond. They call that in now. Mark come back now between now and the end of the season. Let me see what I can do. But before we before we do that, like we'll try to talk yeah, we'll, we'll try to talk to most, you know, like, um, I have this past, well, one thing is that I know I do my investigations and I find solid managers to bring on the show from time to time. And yeah, most is a moral rank history speaks for itself. There is a last season finished 11,000, 11,000, 11,727. Yeah, two seasons ago, um, he averaged 1.9 million. But he, three seasons ago, he finished 7,000. So that's about almost like two top 10 finishes in the past three seasons. And there must be something he's doing right. And you see, like what he said, like one thing I've noticed is um, his way he tries to chase the offside. I, I don't know, I don't know, but let's let's just talk to him. How will you describe your like why FPL? How long have you been playing? Just 
yeah, how do you see the game? Like, um, just tell us, yeah. I think I started playing around, was it, I think, three, four seasons ago, I think. I think four seasons ago, yeah. So I was introduced to it by a friend, actually. Okay. And when I, when I started it, it was just normal, like, I watched football a lot. So, and I had, I had heard of FPL for like a while before I was introduced to it, but I, I didn't know how to like, how to play it then. Until okay. I was guided and normal as I watched football a lot. So it was just normal eye test and all, and I just, I was okay. just playing the game. Okay, now. now you mentioned eye test now. So till now, are you still eye test or team start team eye test or team start team analytics or team grass? Which one? Are you? <laughs> I was never, I was never team team start, and up to now, I still don't know how team start works like that. It's mostly eye test. Eye test. Okay, like how many matches do you watch um, each week? Like, let's say each week. Mm, at least out of 10 Premier League games, maybe six. six. Wow, wow, wow. And okay. I watch the highlights, so. Okay. Okay, that's, that's, that's fair. But, but how would you describe your game style? Like, but I think most times, well, as with many things, they try to categorize FPM managers as uh, either patient or risky or yeah just like they just put or yeah a balance of both which one how do you like to play the game there are those who are more patient there are those who are always chasing the outside like late riser who is quite popular in the community or there are others who are quiet and a bit more patient to take their time so what kind of manager will you say you are I think um I think I'm a mixture of both. Like okay. cause I don't actually focus on net like that till maybe like after the first half of the season. Okay, you don't focus on what? I say I don't focus on net teams like that like okay, after okay. the first half of the season. Most managers know that I'm actually a big fan of gross teams. So most times I just focus on my gross teams and use the um, the way I set my gross teams to just like balance my next teams. So it's like after the first half of the game week, that's when I actually focus on my next teams. At that time, the competition will become fiercer and it will start. It will have started shaping up by then. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah. I. I also want to find out. Do you. Do you play like other other games, like board games or something? I'll leave that like question. Yeah. Do you play other board game? Maybe board games. Other games generally. Maybe chess, oh. Scrabble, maybe FIFA. Any game. Do you play other games? Like. Oh, I play Scrabble a lot. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll just try to find the link. Then one final question before maybe I don't know if some will have another one, but um. There's this thing that has gained popularity over like the past two seasons, especially since the rise of LiveFPL.net as an effective ownership. And I hear people say things like, um, uh, um, 
people play being scared, like saying things like, okay, um, I'm getting this player because his effectiveness is high. Is this something you do? How do you see effectiveness? How does it affect your 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 playing style? Yeah. Effective ownership is how that is, is at um since starts for three. Like that is what they usually based on effective ownership and all. Sometimes um actually um pay for cost to it because normal it affects the game all around also. Okay. So I balance it up, but it does not actually determine the way I set my team predominantly. Like that. I think, I think that's the. Uh, Sam, do you have any any question? Maybe just one question, just. Um, um, I, I've really been just writing because you know when 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 great, when great introduces to me, he says, he says, he says, he says something like he says he's like you, but if you are good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. That was exactly. <laughs> from the good me to see what yeah, I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think it helps you more. Yeah, he's more, he's more your kind of manager. Actually, I, I've been observing some things. People actually just that you are not just, you are not just good, but it's one of those things. <laughs> one of those things. So, um. Okay, I think my comeback, if I remember any other thing, but, but, but ahead of game week 11 now, I think one important thing now is um, let's let's talk about, let's talk Reese James now, Reese James. I I think he's certainly out this weekend based on um, news I saw today. So Reese James, Reese James is out and I, and I have a feeling that since game 12 comes, in the midweek, like not weekend, I have a feeling that he misses game with 12. I don't know if I'm correct, but I think so. I think he should be back by game testing based on what I could infer from what I read. But, um, Sammy, what, what do you think about Rich James now? Like, what what should we do? I don't know. And who do you think we, we can? What was for me, for me, for instance, I have three defenders. Let me just put it like that. Emerson, the moment that I bought Emerson. It was not starting again. The moment I bought Neko Williams, it became a rotation risk. So I have three defenders and I can't afford to to gamble on it. I probably have to sell him. But what do you think about Rich James? Who do you think we can replace Rich James with? Sammy. Okay, okay. First of all, um I, I would say based on the blank in game twelve. If you have James and obviously you would have some city players and maybe you also have Arsenal, yeah, that becomes that becomes um, a bit of a headache because, as you said, Nico Williams, which most people have as their bench holder, is not a rotation risk, so you can't even guarantee him starting, you know, to fill up for his James. So you have to make a move. So I think um, if if it's confirmed that Rich James is injured and definitely means that because Game Twelve is a midweek, he's going to miss both Game Eleven and Twelve, then you have to sell him. That's that's first for my opinion. So um, as regards the option, I, I I wouldn't say there's a lot of option to go to John because I was looking at the defensive data today and um, it was it was it was it was not it was not um let's just say the top two teams with the best defense, Manchester and Arsenal, are the teams that are blanking and it's like where can you run to again? And there, there are not a lot of good options. Um, um, West Ham United do they are third on the team defense um, data. That is um. 
um, defensive numbers for the season and um, they they've considered an xg non-penalty for 90 of 0.83 so i think they are posting they, they look solid they look solid defensively but um what are the options in west ham united team i think um a kozuma or even an Aaron an aaron creswell maybe um, for for Rhys James, so you can look at Creswell there for West Ham United. Um, Newcastle, they are also um, doing very well on the team that are defensively, they are, they are fought, but I, of course, we all have Trippier and, um, and Pope probably in our um, goalkeeping position, so and I, I think is you, you'll be looking to target maybe Callum Wilson, you know, as your attacker, as your third Newcastle spot, so I, I don't think it's why it's going for a Newcastle defender. But other other options I, I think I'll consider is Chelsea defender Kukurela. Um So I'm talking about Brighton, Dunk or Estupinan. I'm not very sure, but I'll just say Creswell, Zuma or Kukurela. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm most. I think I agree with you that the options in defense are quite. Um, yeah, the ones we could consider, there's only just like a reason to not consider them and so it's so it's difficult. But mostly do you have anybody for us in defense as maybe a potential resident replacement? Like at this for this week I don't even see any like viable replacement for him. Because we don't even know if Pericy could be dropped has been dropped or was just rested. Yeah. So if if it was me, I would like Maybe hold the transfer and confirm if try to be available for next week also, and do and make a, a low budget and defensive transfer. Maybe someone like I I, I just checked through those fixtures now. Maybe someone like Johnny Johnny Castro. Okay. Is Johnny Castro around for? Oh yeah. I think four point five or four point four. Johnny or. Or Gwei or Christopher. Because I don't see many I don't see many defensive holes this week at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think why, why that's what I would have done. Why it's difficult for me. I honestly I'm playing I'm playing FP, I'm playing rubbish this season, but <laughs> why I even only have two defenders like this. Yeah, I have Neko Williams on my team and I have Jim. So that is like three defenders out. Wow. Wow. So, so, so it's, it's just difficult for me now. I, I just have to sell James because I have no money in the bank. And I could have gotten money last week when I when I saw Sinistera. But I saw Sinistera was someone that had that was exactly the same price as him. When I could have just got, got Armiron and maybe used the money for sometime in the future. That's why I'm thinking of just downgrading James. Maybe Kukurela, if I, if I feel Kukurela will start. But I, Kukurela or Creswell most likely. And, wait, but, yeah. but wait, if, if you had the money, you were thinking of doing what with the money? I don't understand. You want to upgrade James? No, I, I would have, no, no, I would have upgraded Emerson or Neko Williams. Oh, so maybe okay. to someone that I know please and keep James for like one extra week to determine what I would do with James. That's, that's what, yeah. So that's what I was considering. Okay, I think that's that about these games. Let's not dwell too much. The options are there are really few options in defense to consider. And yeah, I wish I didn't have to make the move, but probably have to. I think so. But let's see. Let's see. Um the other thing, the other person that's injured as a problem is um Mitrovic. And 
with me through now i don't know what the latest update is i think maybe the press conference tomorrow i think it's tomorrow the press conference tomorrow will confirm whether it's out or not but now let's 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 just give it to i don't know i don't know mostly what do you think about me do, do you have him first of all do you have him <laughs> okay okay so what do you what what do you plan like it was the one who spoiled my plans last week because I didn't want to transfer him out, and I had to transfer Kane out. Ah, uh, yeah. Alba Meyang and Trusad. So I moved um Vera and Kane for Alba Meyang and Trusad. Unfortunately, Alba Meyang didn't start. Didn't even play at all. Mm. Okay. I don't hope it starts this week. I really hope so. Hmm. So, so as as you mean, it doesn't. Well, I saw. Uh, yeah, I think I saw Obamiyang. Man, I think the move for Obamiyang and Trossard is a is interesting. Like, I really like. It's something I I I was even talking to Sammy today about considering Obamiyang or even Femino. I just I just need some kind of spice. But I am not I'm not doing that now because I I think I'll just do that maybe in twelve and thirteen. Yeah, like I think you're probably ahead of the curve because when people start finding dif- differentials very soon, maybe from after game with after game with twelve, I think Aubameyang especially could be an alternative to maybe uh, maybe Tony or anybody. But who are you like assuming? For instance, they say, "Oh, Mitrovic is out this game week. Is out. What 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 do you do in that situation?" I'm going through my team now, and I just checked this fixture. He actually has um yeah, he has very Aston, good. He has Aston Villa and Leeds and Everton, so I'll most likely keep him and start. Then I do. Okay. Silver. Okay. Keep him yeah, I I think I, I think I'm in similar situation. I have Andres Pereira who I can just start in his place and. Uh, yeah, that's what I probably do. If if I if I see it out, I'll just prioritize my defense when I know that I have just two functional defenders. And okay, um, Sam, what of you? Any contrary opinion to the Mitrovic situation? Um, well, well, I'll, I'll just say that if he's definitely out this game week, um, I then I think that he's missing a very good fixture that I think he would have wanted to target, and then I don't know. If the other fixtures are that friendly for him, um, given the Aston Villa, Leeds, Everton, Man City, Man United, that's his next. That's the next five after Bournemouth. So I, I don't know if that's as good as Bournemouth at home. But um, for me, I, I think whether he's fit or not, I'll be considering some other different options to move on to, especially from game week twelve and eighteen and fourteen. Just because um, I think the Mitrovic, Tony, or whoever it is, um, combination is already still right now. And, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing from either of them. And I think, uh, apart from Abomi Young, I think um, Callum Wilson is a very good option to go to, you know, for Mitrovic. And also, I, I, I would say, you are talking about Femino. Yeah, so Femino is also a good option, and even Darwin Nunes. I think even though, yeah, he's, he's not really... Is that like a mixed uh, start to the season? But I think there's just something about him. He's like, he, he hawks a lot of the chances that Liverpool has. And 
is, is even popping one or two he, against uh, against Arsenal. Even though I know yeah, Arsenal won the game, but he was he was coming up in very good positions, you know. And um, with the chances, he's definitely going to start scoring the goals. He scored against Rangers. He scored in the Arsenal match, so I expect him to start scoring goals. So David Nunes might also be an option to consider, you know, especially because for Liverpool after they play Man City. I think they have they have very good fixtures at least. Um, even though I know it's Liverpool, but they have West Ham United at home. They have Nottingham Forest. They have Leeds. You know, three fixtures after Man City, so that's good for an attacking side. Okay. Okay, I but, guess. I guess. Okay. You have something. I don't think the problem with um, Mitrovic is actually fixtures. I think the problem is um, game with twelve where. Man City and Arsenal will be blanking. Like, there's no out when you know it would most likely be fit for um, Game Week 12, where most of our assets would be blanking, such as Man City and Arsenal. And the issue of um, doing um, Nunes and Firmino or Wilson is that you can actually do that as an upside move in Game Week 12, whereby you can sell a land and buying back game with 13 by selling Mitrovic, something like that. I, I, I guess it's a valid, yeah, it's a valid um, approach, but for, for someone like me that already have outcarded with the view of game with 12 in mind, so I don't think I'll be making any transfer, particularly geared to the Man City and Arsenal blank. I already have, I don't have an Arsenal player in my team, and I, already, I only have two City players, Cancelo and Haaland. And I'm very happy to keep them on my bench. I'm not going to be selling them. So I don't think I'll be making a transfer get towards, you know, covering for the blank. That's for me. I don't know how many people are in that position. But yeah, um, valid approach. If you have, say, City, you have three City players, you also have Arsenal players, you definitely want to be, you know, keeping your transfer for for the blank. Okay. Okay. I think... Yeah, I think we'll summarize that pretty well. Um, another thing is, another thing that is important now, and this is in view of Game 12. So Game 12 is important because Game 12 is close and I doubt there is there will be time to record another episode for Game 12. So in Game 12, Arsenal and City, the match between Arsenal and City is, is not going to hold. So there's a blank for Arsenal and City. And there has to be a plan to because uh, many many people have at least I I, I doubt uh, most people have at least let me say two two to four assets from this team or even more so it's it's something to consider like for me I have just two because I when I recorded in game with nine I didn't I didn't go in with any Arsenal player which. Yeah, I kind of regret now, especially when I could have just kept Martinelli. I was doing experiments, but um, beyond that, the problem with my team is this now. I have two City players, that's Cancelo and Haaland, and I have two other players that I, I am not just sure of their minutes. It is Emerson and uh, Emerson and Emerson and. Um, Neko Williams, yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking because of that, I, I have like four players who potentially would, would not play, leaving me with just like ten. So probably I just need to change one to get eleven out. But one thing I'm considering now for game week twelve is 
I there's the consensus that Salah is probably still the best captaincy option for Game Twelve, especially after his um, his hat trick off the bench in the Champions League last night. I don't know how much we should read into that. So, what do you guys think? Is it is it time to make plans? Because a couple of people have KDB, I have Son, and Son plays Manchester United in Game Twelve. Um, and I, I, I know I, I, there's a plan in my mind of that can get me um, Salah for Son. I know a number of people can get Salah in for KDB. Um, Sammy, what do you think about that? Is, is it time to do you think it's time to get Salah back in on the back of let's say his hat trick and the fact that he has a good record against West Ham and it's probably the heavy hitter with the best, um, with the best fixture in game 12. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just going to say that from from the Premier League matches that we've been watching Salah play, um, the problem with Salah is not that he's is that he has he has been played in somewhat a different you know kind of role or position in the Liverpool team. You understand? So it's like Salah's been playing out wide and he's, he's creating chances now more than you know like he's creating chances now more than before. Like um, I saw in the stats that. I think he's the second most. Um, he has created second most chances after KDB. That's um, um chances created per ninety. So you're seeing that he's doing more creation and he's not having a lot of um shots in the box as compared to Salah of before. But now the the, the small caveat there is that even as even like con- considering the fact that here yeah, his his shots in the box and all those his stats have dropped, he's still. They still rank like third best for XGI non-penalty per 90 behind De Bruyne and Foden. So yeah, he's still like the third best. But um there was something very, very um and people pointed it out in in the post-match press conference that club gave him after the Rangers demolition by Liverpool. He said um like yeah for sure Salah's position changed. So it's like yeah, they changed Salah's position. He was playing now more centrally in a way they, like we used to know Salah play before, you know, trying to get closer to the post. So I don't know if you want to, you know, move on that and just go for Salah. But I think we have to wait and see the Man City match. Um I wouldn't advise to go if you don't have Salah, I wouldn't advise to go and get Salah before Man City or like this week. But the Man City match, if you see the role Salah plays and he's it's like Yes, his position has changed, and now we can see that he's playing more centrally. Then I think Salah is back, and yeah, you can you can go and get him because I think Salah centrally is like I know they wanted Nunes to be the goal threat, and it's like you know Klopp was trying to tailor his tactics to fit in Nunes and the rest. But I think Salah is still the best goal threat Liverpool has, and if they play for Salah, then I think yeah, we all should get Salah. Yeah, Salah Salah would definitely be what is getting me. Okay. Okay. Um, Mosty, what do you think about Salah? Mm, Salah, Egyptian king. Actually, I don't think um, it should even be up for debate now till after, after the City game. But maybe okay. because um, the next game week is actually just two to three days. Two days after this game week. For those who have Son and KDB, I think you can do KDB to Salah in game with um game with twelve. Maybe another midfielder or if you have funds. 
Then for okay. now, I can't actually put all my confidence on Salah at this moment. He has blanked a lot. He has broken a lot of ads, including me. <laughs> I mean, but but you're going to be asking, well, what? Well, why are you going to be captaining game twelve? Like, uh, who is who is your confidence going to be on game twelve? To where your captain number? I've not even checked the fixtures of uh, Trevor I and see. other players, but I don't think. This FPL, there will be it will be there will be variants. So you just put the variants falls on you. The good part of the variants falls on you. I don't think Salah would be heavily capped as we all think. He's twenty six percent owned, but most of them are not active teams. I think for active teams, I still think Madison is highly owned than Salah right now. Okay. Okay. Um, it's still like a punt and not like yeah yeah okay let's that means we are, we are waiting for the match against city now i'm talking about the blank in 12 i i want to yeah because i i must mention something about maybe taking out talent to do one or two things now i just want to mention that okay for those who for those who have um City and Arsenal assets and will be looking to sell them. I just want to point out the fixtures for Arsenal and Man City over the next that is after game of 12, right? Now, after game of 12, Arsenal will face um, Southampton away, Nottingham Forest at home, Chelsea away, and Wolves away. Now, the, if you look at the, especially when you look at the first two after the, after twelve, you see the, you see the ease of fixtures in Southampton away and Nottingham Forest at home, especially. Then for City, it is um, after the blank in twelve, it is Brighton at home, Leicester away, Fulham at home, and Brentford at home. So I think it doesn't come better than that. So. Um, I just want to point out that in your quest to have a complete team for 12, you should always, you should also um, have 13, 14, 15 in mind because, as you mean, for instance, you sell, let's say, for instance, someone sells all their Man City assets by game with 13, you are now looking for, you don't have a land, maybe you don't have Foden or something like that. I think it's not really worth it in the end. So you just have to you just, you just have to find a way to walk around it. Maybe keep two on the bench. Uh, maybe if there's one you want to sell, like KDB for instance, I think in 12 I'll consider selling KDB. Um, but I think assets like Foden and Haaland for instance are very valuable. And except, except you have a plan to bring them back in. Yeah, I think there's no point in just making the move. Oh, yeah, Sammy, I, you agree with that? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just agree with that and say yeah, there's um, as you said, KDB. I think if you have KDB, it's, it's an easier sell because um, there are a lot of options you can go to. Even if you want to get back your monthly assets, and maybe we'll not talk about, it, but I think field folding will be very. Okubi is actually a very, very good option, you know, as a midfield replacement for KDB, so post game with 12. But there are players that you don't want to sell simply because it's going to be difficult for you to get them back. And um, 
one of those players selling Haaland. I if you're going to distribute the money and sell Haaland maybe for whoever you're selling him for, maybe you want to get whoever you want to get. As as great red, the fixtures after when it even starts banging, you're going to be looking for moves and you know trying to, you know, adjust your team just to get him back. So I I would not advise anybody to sell Erling Haaland. Even I don't even know why you sell Erling Haaland for Harry Kane, but yeah, even for Harry Kane. But um, for KDB you can sell. For the Arsenal assets, I think I think it's easy to get them back just because of the price points they are in. So you, you can sell Saka if you have Saka or Martinelli. I mean. Because it's six point or six six point five, I think you can easily get him back. So, but for the Man City assets, say your Haaland or your Cancelo, because of the price, the price where they are, I don't, I don't think it's, it's advisable to sell them. Okay, okay. Um, must there any contribution on that? Mm, I wouldn't advise selling Haaland also. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. So, I think we'll, we'll just talk about game twelve now. Game. I mean, game eleven fixtures. Fixtures and I don't know if captain is the part of this discussion, but I think it is. Especially considering the. But wait, are you captaining Holland against Liverpool? Yeah. Let's let me, let's read out the fixture. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so, and um, Brentford Brighton is the Friday game. There's a game on Friday, Friday evening. Brentford, Brighton. Then on Saturday is Leicester, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Bournemouth, Wolves, Nottingham Forest, Tottenham, Everton. Then on Sunday it's Villa, Chelsea, Leeds, Arsenal, Manchester United, Newcastle, Southampton, West Ham, and the big game Liverpool versus Manchester City. Um, mostly um. Let's see, let's see, captaincy. Who are you considering? Who is your primary candidate for, for captaincy? Yeah. This one? As of now, primary candidate is Alan because after yeah. what he did again. Yeah, yeah. After what, he did, I, after what I guess, he did against Man United, I can't, <laughs> I yeah. can't go against him again. I went against yeah. him doing Yeah, Man I did. United, I did too. I saw me did too. Now, so I. That, okay. I feel Tottenham game would actually be the highest scoring game, and I see Son only. Actually, I see Son. Yeah. Tottenham, yeah. yeah. what? Tottenham, which which Tottenham? You Tottenham ever? If if I are you Tottenham fan? Are you Tottenham? I'll cap over. I'll cap him over. I just I just don't think I'm comfortable beating Everton actually. Okay, I I I I have switched between Son and Haaland this week. Um, but I'm on um, um, uh, Sammy, who are you, Captain? You are just housing Jesus. Jesus, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait, 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 great. Wait, wait, wait. Who are you <laughs> about the Haaland store? Who are you, Captain? First, I'm captaining Elin Brown's Haaland. <laughs> so, why are you now shouting with you? He's just, he's, I think, I think the, 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 the thing with Haaland is this, right? You look at Liverpool, see, it's sure they will concede against City. It's going to be at least two. They are going, they are going to concede two goals. And honestly, when City score two, yeah, honestly, like, I don't just, I don't just see it. I don't just see it. And the, yeah, I agree with Monster. I was thinking, because sports, sports historically, they have, they have good games against Everton. I, I'm one of my best FPL moments to stay sports versus Everton match. One, yeah, my, in my first season playing FPL, where 
I had Kane and Son, and I was like on maybe 26 points before the match, and Kane and Son pushed me up, up to like almost 90 points. I capped Kane, I think. So they 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 should do it, but you still look at it that based on based on how sports play sometimes. We don't know if maybe by the time they are one zero up, whether they will just or maybe let me just sit where the time they are two goals up, for instance, whether they will just um, see the game out and not want to do too much. Like, I don't know. I have Son, I have Haaland, and honestly, I would really be pained if maybe by chance Son goes really crazy and outscores Haaland, but. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm still on Holland and everything. Which food thinking? Which food thinking? Yeah, I've been looking for. I've been looking for anybody to just to just. Uh, mostly, I try to inspire me now. But yeah, most of the other people maybe watching Black Boss. I was thinking maybe somebody would just say um, we just Ca- try Captain and, like, Captain me. Zaha, Captain Zaha, Wilfred Zaha. I don't know why you are talking about Son and I don't know why you are talking about. I don't I think start. I don't think Tottenham is coming on two goals in that game. But Leicester City Crystal Palace. Now, now that's a game. That's a game. That's my bet for the highest scoring game this week. Mm. And uh, Zaha <laughs> will be looking to do one or two good, wonderful things. I actually, <laughs> think that he can even go for more. Maybe an Odin Edward or um, a very cheesy. I just think Leicester City are that bad. As in the the stats. Um, um also says the same they are second worst team as far as defense is concerned and um they're just they're just woeful i mean bonmouth scored two goals against them remember we were here last game week you know slating dominic Solanke and he even got two assists against leicester city so, yeah i think <laughs> i think that i think that the worst team <laughs> definitely after not now yeah 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 i just i don't know if i can ever trust is uh with the armband I don't know. So, but nah. if, Mitrovic, if Mitrovic was actually fit, I think many people would have gone to his side against Bournemouth. But as at this point, yeah. What of Villa yeah. Chelsea? What of Villa Chelsea? Villa Villa, they are terrible this season. And what of Aubameyang, for instance? So. yeah. Who did he say will score both of them? Saka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saka will score Martinelli and Jesus. He has actually been on that duty that he scored good goals. Yeah, I actually mentioned him, but great shot me down. Is it great or who's it? But Nelson, I think. Well, anyway, <laughs> that aside. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, we've talked about fixtures. I don't know. And time is already time is ebbing away. Time is flying. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Fixtures and captains. So yeah, most of us we yeah. Holland. Holland is still the is still the guy. And let's see. Let's see whether I will drink something because there are some things I would. Ah, but deadline is tomorrow, so there might not be time for that thing to enter my body. Well, okay. Let's just see. 
Haaland is the primary choice. And we are just a few. Okay, especially what? As it says, we won't be capping him in game week 13. As it says, we'll give him a goodbye. We'll be back up. Okay, I think some some of the questions that some people asked here have been, yeah, have been answered on the podcast. Um, I got a time to bring back Salah, which we've analyzed. I got a um, best regimes replacement, which we've talked about too. So, yeah, Joe FPL asked asked the asked the question on the um, best regimes replacement, but we've talked about those things, so I don't think we have um, much to say. So it's just plans for our teams, plans for our teams, and we'll call this show a wrap. We almost at the. Three fourth of an hour, three quarter of an hour mark. So, um, yeah, plans for our teams. For me, for me, for me. Let me, let me just go first. Um, for me, let me see. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, you know, you know that kind of season where every 50-50 call you make, like, like it has been so bad this season that as you mean, I'm considering three players, right? If I pick one. The other two are going to do well. Just forget about it. And the one I pick is just that bad. Like it has happened multiple times. In contrast to last season, where it was more like I was just striking good. Anything I thought turned to points. But yeah, I'm just tired. But, but for now, I'm, I'm thinking most likely a exchange replacement. That's that's what I'm, I'm most likely going to do. And yeah, it's going to be Cucurella or Cresswell, most likely. Except I'm not really seeing any other option, honestly. But the plan for me long term, Char, is I think getting, let's say I get Cucurella for for James, that'll probably um that'll probably give me some money in the bank. So in twelve, in twelve I can swap one of Emerson or Neko Williams for a fourth defender, someone cheap, maybe maybe a journey like you mentioned or Gwehi, someone cheap. And I'll start them to just have a complete eleven in game with twelve. Yeah. Then after game with twelve, uh, after game with twelve, I, I, I might probably take a minus four. I need, I want to get in Foden and one Arsenal player back. So that might involve me selling Son in game with twelve, downgrading Son to me Foden, then getting the extra money to do maybe Andres Pereira. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to fit the other one, Chavo. Maybe Andres Pereira to Martin, and I'm sure there'll be money for that. So, yeah, that's just the plan long term. I just want to then if if I still get one extra transfer, God, how many how many hits will I take? I want I want to buy me and go somebody to money to just spice things up. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at now. Sammy, what do you plan for your team this week? Um, this week, this week, this week. I I don't think I have any. The pertinent transfer plus James replacement. I'm also considering Cucurella. Cucurella is now replaced, but I'm considering something very, very weird. Um, okay. I don't know why. I, I'm not comfortable with Pope as my goalkeeper, and I'm thinking I might downgrade to Kepa. Uh, I don't know why. That's just a weird move on the side, child. Because if I look at it and I see that I don't have any important transfer, I think that's 0.8. I think 0.8 to 0.9. On the Pope, on the Pope downgrade might might be good money for me. I think between now and game week sixteen, which is the World Cup, um, I think Kepa has caused Pope. I don't care. I don't care if Pope is 
saving anything. I think Kepa scores him and I can get Popin if Popin ends in by that gaming system. But I want to go for Kepa because I have a prediction. I think he's the keeper that we've been all, we've all been waiting for. Yeah, and I want to get getting on him early. But apart from that luxury move in my mind, I don't think there's any other move because I have Dalo in my bench. I have um, I have Andres Pereira, so I can cover for I can cover for um, Chris James if actually he doesn't play. And yeah. Okay. 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 I guess that's fair. Mostly what of Um. Before that, is there any reason why you are saying Kukuela? Because I don't uh, think he's even first choice at the moment. Mm, I, I think... I think he plays... He has I think he'll be starting his main players back. And I think Shilwell has the spot at this moment. So that's... Let's back with still kind of tricky. I'll still go Perisic instead of James and instead of yeah and yeah. Perisic being benched in the last two matches, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, I mean, I I, I was I was talking with Great um earlier today about Potter and his I don't know his lineups. I think Potter has trying to have or maybe have a Champions League team and a Premier League team, something like that. So. I don't think you can see Kukurela is not his first choice, as you can just categorically, categorically see that. I just think maybe he's prioritizing some players in the Champions League and then he's just going to play some others in the Premier League. And I think because Kukurela was rested in the Champions League, he's definitely going to start Aston Villa's game. That's what I think. It doesn't work that way, though. But let's see how it goes. Uh, yeah, but you mentioned Perisic. I, I don't know, Perisic. I guess it could be an option. I, I never really thought about him, but it's just it's, uh, it's as great said. Certainly as great said. But honestly, if I knew he was starting, I wouldn't be stressing myself. But I don't know if he's starting. And although Corella too has that, Malcolm, but I just feel that they know each other. They know each other from Brighton. I know Percy has the upside. Percy has the attacking. Uh, uh well, well it's possible but well, what, what has Paris done exactly in the last I think apart from that is I don't know <laughs> I don't even know he's he's, he's like he hasn't really done anything passing like I've actually just... not had him at all but I just feel <laughs> he just got to his time now because of James injury huh. interesting interesting okay um mostly pl- what do you plan for your team my plan is just how to sort my defense. I have James, Cancelo, Trippier, Williams, and Disney. So that's like over, even even if not all players down. Because Cancelo plays um plays Liverpool, Trippier has United. Yeah. Is it even Unitedness? Oh, yeah, it's United. It's United. Yeah. I don't think in the next. He hasn't been united this week. Neko Williams not starting. Digne injured. James injured. If either I do Digne to Johnny or James to Perisic, one of the two. Okay. Okay. Who is your keeper? I have Pope. 
don't okay. think there's any point replacing keepers. There are no upside in keepers replacements. Okay, no problem. I guess um, we'll see how it goes. Um, well, well, um, last words. Uh, most thanks for joining us. Uh, it's really nice having you. Um, I yeah. Yeah, I was, able, uh, I was able to take note of a lot of things, and yeah, maybe maybe sometime in the future you can still and probably still join us. I'm learning from you, boss. No, <laughs> no problem. Sammy, thanks. All right, man. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. Hopefully, hopefully we have green arrows. We make the right decisions. Okay, guys. Catch you all on the next one. Bye. Bye.